What's going on, guys? It's me, Robert Biasana. It's me, Chance Macheski. And we are the Cigar Gospel. Welcome back to the Cigar Gospel Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to another podcast. It's episode number three. Today, we're going to be talking about some... We're going to be answering some beginner questions that are common, especially stuff that Robert and I wanted to know in the beginning. And we've had a couple people reach out to ask us some questions, so we decided to just answer some of those during this podcast today. So let's go ahead and get started. Stick around and stay tuned. Grab a smoke and a drink. All right, so the first question that we're going to tackle today it's a common question I get asked by a lot of family and friends and people in the cigar gospel community that's wanted to start smoking after watching our videos is do you have to be rich or have money or be a status symbol in your career and life to smoke cigars? So I'm gonna let Robert touch on this subject first, Robert. What do you think? Well, I can tell you by far that I'm not rich. No, we are EMTs. Yep. So when I first got into the cigar lifestyle that was my common misconception I guess you could say was that cigars were expensive cigars were just expensive you know (laughs) so when I got into it um, you know of course you introduced me and I learned very quickly that you know a $9 cigar sometimes is better than a $20 cigar oh yeah yeah so I mean I've smoked so many, I would say budget, not really budget, but under so 10. many under $10 cigars that are very great and have ranked very high for me. The under $8 is what I call a budget cigar um, and daily-ish. You could, there's some $8 cigars, but anything, I feel like 9 or 10 that's a good premium price, honestly. You're going to pay quite often. Like My father's like around $10, and that's as premium as you can be. Yeah. But under $8, you're starting to really get into budget. And there's a lot of great ones out there. And we're going to have a podcast and review videos in the future about that. But yeah. I know for me, when I was growing up, I would think about cigars. I would see like Scarface, you know, like Tony Montana, mm-hmm. Rich wearing a suit smoking a cigar. I don't remember him smoking in Scarface when he was like poor and trying to come up. It wasn't until he got like loaded. Godfather, The Sopranos, like these larger than life figures with money, they smoked these cigars. Michael Jordan. So I thought like cigars were unattainable. I remember even being, when I was 16, one of my good friends found out that his girlfriend was pregnant. So I was like, well, hey, people buy cigars. I had no idea. Only brand I knew was Cohiba and Romeo and Julieta. Yeah. And I remember I bought some Cohibas and they were like 20 bucks or something. And I thought that was every cigar price. So I was like, hey, we ain't never smoked again. We didn't even know how to smoke. <laughs> I remember we tried to cut it with a kitchen knife because we didn't know anything about cigars, right? So like we cut out the kitchen knife. And then I cut it point, like a cake. Yeah, for real. And then at one point, me and him and another friend decided to see what it was like to inhale. And one of my buddies was puking in the trash can. Oh, it's crazy. Man. Don't do that, people. Do not inhale cigars. That's not what you do with them. But... If you're a beginner, when you smoke a cigar, you do not inhale. You take a puff and you blow it out through your nose and your mouth. Do not inhale it into your lungs like a cigarette. You're going to be very sick. It's going to hurt. But, so yeah, so after that, I was like, man, I ain't never smoked a cigar. You know, me and my brother, my brother would get a couple here and there, um, like Cohibas or something, that Romeo and Julietas, and I thought it was just like this once in a while things are so expensive. 
And I met a guy who smoked every day, and man, he would even smoke cigars. Sometimes they were like three fifty. I can't remember the name, but they are not as bad as you would think. Really? No, they're not. They don't sell them at our shop. They sell them at Specs, though. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, they're not bad, but cigars, you do not have to be rich. I've met majority of people that I've met at cigar events and everything. Yeah. They're just, you know, regular working people, you know, working a good nine to five. Some of them have money. Some of them have, you know, comfortable lives, but I wouldn't say very many of them are just loaded, you know, lawyers, doctors, businessmen, crime bosses, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it may be, you know, and they enjoy cigar smoking just like the rest of us, but it's a, it is an expensive habit, but it's not as expensive as you may think. It is very obtainable, especially when you start thinking about other things you spend your money on, yeah. and you really realize like, damn, I already spend this much money on this stuff, you know. If I just stop doing that, especially if it's something that's not good for you or it's stupid, like yeah. say you're eating fast food every day and eating out, yeah. you know, you're going to spend the same amount of money you would on cigars, honestly. So yeah. might as well just smoke cigars, you know, if that's what you like. You but get skinnier on the way, yeah. Ah, possible. I mean, if you're passing up a meal of... If you're not eating McDonald's every day, yeah. I guess, but that's not what this show is about. Cause yeah, we ain't no we, diet advice. Yeah, I'm about to say, look at us. But, uh, <laughs> um, definitely... Cigars are for anybody and everybody. There's a cigar for any budget. There's a good cigar for any budget. There's some killer $6 cigars, $8 cigars, $15 cigars, $20. I've had some $40 cigars that I won't smoke again. They were just not up to par to some of the cigars that I've smoked at $11 and $12. It's just not. Some even less, like the HVC Pan Caliente. I think the Robusto is six bucks, six bucks, and it is a damn good cigar. CLE 750. So if you want to know, that's a common. If you're a beginner, you never smoked. I would uh, advise to start around the $10 and under range with your cigars. Make sure it's a thing that you're really going to like and enjoy. And if you do, develop your palate. Really practice retrohaling out through your nose and starting to taste. And then you can go up to, yeah, you know, the more expensive cigars. Yeah, I still have trouble with the retrohaling. I've only been smoking for about four months, maybe five maybe two cigars a day just depending on the day but you think about it you smoking two cigars a day i mean that's when it starts to get expensive when you're smoking a padron twice a day think about it that's what i mean you could be up to forty dollars at some point yeah now yeah yeah now you can make it an expensive habit but typically you know if you're if you're smoking for enjoyment you're i'm smoking a nine ten dollar cigar a day you know, maybe one, a breakfast one and then a, a lunch or dinner. So how important are cigar accessories to you? It's another question. Well, The quality of them. Yeah. People always ask about lighters and cutters. Give your, in- your input about lighters and cutters. So if there's one thing that's been preached to me by my beautiful wife is... Uh, Smart. Yeah. You can always find something that's of good quality at Ross. oh man tj max marshall's there you go but uh no for me i've always been the type of guy that wants the big brands the the things that are known you know but i also realize you know life is life but for me when i first got into the the smoking yeah um you know i i bought a, a cheap 
cutter and a actually I gave you your first cutter. Yeah, you did actually. It was not that cheap. Don't let him. That's that hurts my feelings. Like a good oh, well, That was, was like a good four dollar cutter. No, wasn't it wasn't. How it much? was like sixteen bucks. That little black one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I gave you my. I still got it. I just want you to know that. That was better than the. So you have two cutters at the cigar shop. You got a five dollar one. You got the fifteen dollar one. There you go. That's the one I gave you. Yeah, it even had a little cigar rest on it. I know. You see the disrespect, people, that I get? The people forget real quick where they come from, don't they? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but a- after a while, when I realized that the hobby was going to be something I was into, of course, like anything, you want to experience different cuts. You know, lighters, from, it's, it's all about the experience, right? So for me, I could have a tabletop lighter. That's something that's really cool. I could have a tabletop cutter. Where it has four different cuts on it, you know? Fancy. Yeah, but that's not... Of course, I don't own any of those. Let me just say that. But I got a little three flame lighter that I bought at my local cigar shop. How much was it? I think it was 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think Zycar and Calibri and all them have some really nice, nice cutters. Even the cigars makers like Rocky Patel, they got some nice... Lighters Man, and stuff. Let me tell you about this the lighter that Hamlet used. So Hamlet Padreas works for Rocky Patel and he has his own line of cigars called Hamlet. It's a great line. Go try all four of them. Hamlet's a great guy. When I met him, he pulled out the biggest damn cigar lighter I ever seen, I swear to God. I had I don't imagine your normal lighter, right? Yeah. Say everyone out there, your little three flame lighter, your normal one. Times that by four or five. It was like a $150, $200 lighter. It was massive, dude. What? It was bigger. It was like the size of both my hands combined. Well, like a flashlight. Oh, close. Yeah. That thing was big. I mean, I might be exaggerating some, but I was just like, why is that thing so damn big? He's almost two hands, you know? Almost yeah. two hands, but yeah. So Rocky Patel makes some gigantic lighters, yeah. yeah. So if you got money, you go buy you shit like that. If you ain't yeah. got money, you just... Don't use a big lighter though. Yeah. Or a cigarette lighter. I know some people that use Zippos. It ain't bad. I heard the Zippo kind of changes the flavor some. Yeah. I don't really know. I heard this kind of BS though. Yeah. Uh, people who smoke cigars all the time and use them, they say that shit don't matter. But I don't know. If you have to use a Zippo at minimum, do not use like Bics. Have you ever tried to use a Bic? I haven't. I've seen some guys that have lit cigars with matches. That's the old school way. Yeah. I've never done that personally, but you know when you go and buy the cigar at the local shop, yeah. they offer you matches. Really? They say it's like the purest way. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume so. I just like the flames. That way I can get my even burn. But. Yeah, no, I, I that's exactly how I am. And my cutters, I, I got a uh, Cuban Crafters Perfect Cutter. That was actually a recommendation by you. And uh, let me tell you what, that that thing was probably by far one of my best investments because Absolutely. You give me that 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 fifty dollar cutter that you said it was it was worth fifty dollars. Which one? The the little one you gave. It's fifteen. Well, I'm sorry, fifteen. Yeah. But uh I had the fear of, you know, constantly cutting too much off. Because I understood, you know. If you cut too much off, it may unravel on you. Oh, absolutely. So with that Cuban Crafters, you get a lifetime warranty. And you get a perfect cut every time. Plus plus the blades sharpen themselves. That's what they say. That's what I've been told. Yeah. It's got a lifetime warranty, yeah. And we talked about it on episode two, the last podcast we had. We kind of touched on a little bit on 
that and humidor yeah. care. So if you want to get more in details about the Cuban crafter, go listen to episode two if you have not yet. Thank you. Yeah. But question number three is going to be, I think a lot of beginners are intimidated walking to a cigar shop because there's so many cigars. Yeah. How would you explain to someone if they reached out to you like, hey, I'm finna go to a shop for the first time. I don't know what to get. And you're not, they're not necessarily asking for recommendations. They're just asking like, how would you go in there and select? For me as a beginner, I think my biggest piece of advice would be one, don't get a really big cigar. You don't want to get something that's going to burn, like a Churchill or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do not get a Churchill if you've never smoked before. Yeah. And next would be, well, my first actually would be, always look at the shade of the wrapper. A lot of the times that can, sometimes. Yeah, because you can be deceived by yeah. the shades. Yeah. But for me, typically the lighter shades, um, or sometimes can be, you know, a little milder cigar. And... For me, when I started out, I made that mistake early on was I smoked a dart right off and then I smoked another dart and I got sick. Well, it was super sick. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was really miserable. I couldn't even eat my raisin canes. He was so upset. He texted me. He's like, bro, I never smoke two cigars again because I'm here at Cane's and I'm just looking at the sauce and the chicken titties and I can't eat none. Yep. You know, now I get it. That's disappointing. You go to Cane's, you're excited. You know, you get that Caniac meal with the fries mm. and the two Texas toast and Don't two Don't forget Canes the sweet tea. And the sweet tea. And mm, scrumptious. You just tear it up. But now you're sick because you smoke too many cigars too strong. Yep. So, uh, and I'm going to tell you what to do next, but I'm going to touch on his topic on my opinions on picking cigars then we're going to talk about how to get over the sickness of smoking too many cigars for your beginners so it doesn't ruin cigar experiences for you so one thing i'd recommend if you've never been before you go you need to really sit down and figure out what type of coffee do you like do you love a ton of cream or do you like it black and strong and also your whiskey what type or alcohol in general beer whiskey Think of all the beers you like to drink and the whiskey you like to drink and the coffee. If you're someone who loves super creamy coffee and you like light liquor that might be more tasty, like flavored vodka or whatever, I would really highly recommend you going in there. And you should have someone at the cigar shop who's very um, experienced in their knowledge with cigars and able to help you with your cigar choices and you tell them in advance if they don't ask you okay well what coffee and stuff do you drink that should be the question that they ask you most times you never smoke that's how i've always been asked so if you like super creamy and light coffee and a lot of flavor you want to go for some cigars that are like connecticut wrappers on it and maybe some habanos i've wanted to me honestly if i had to recommend one cigar for someone who's never smoked before and they want something that's gonna be nice and light and creamy. I would honestly get the Samba de Mesa Brulee Blue by yeah. uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, blended by Steve Saka. Like, you can't dismiss it. I remember that was one of the first cigars that I had got for Casey. Yeah. And she absolutely loved that cigar. And she's loved cigars since. Now she's, you know, got into smoking different Maduros and all kinds of different cigars, mm-hmm. but. At any moment, you can always go back to that. I mean, yeah. you smoked it. I told it's I the mean, best it's Connecticut out to me, or the best, you know, creamy cigar. Yeah. So that's very important to know, knowing what your flavor pro- profile is of what you drink already, 
and then if you like really dark coffee you might be able to grab Maduro from the beginning but like Robert said don't go in there and grabbing these big old cigars and long cigars like start off with like Robusto sizes or even petite Lanceros mm -hmm. and try to stay under the $10 range and it is intimidating you walk into a big humidor and you see so many options you know if you know a name of a brand and that makes you feel comfortable then you do it um, make what it should be a comfortable and fun experience and when you smoke remember to sit back and enjoy and just really take your time with it and um, just don't smoke too many now we're gonna get into the topic about what happens if you smoke a cigar and start feeling sick like Robert here so a tip for all my beginners out there who just start smoking cigar and have already been feeling greenish once or twice or oh man I'm not feeling good uh, maybe the cigar ain't smoking for me you know all that different stuff I get it I've been there too the best thing you can do for one is be hydrated constantly you know drink water you used to drink water every day anyways people honestly I thought we want a health, health channel here. we are a health <laughs> channel we're teaching you not to stress from smoking cigars <laughs> so drink your water have your mouth have water in it you yeah. know so your throat doesn't get dry smoking a strong cigar and also you're gonna want to make sure you have some type of sugar nearby if you start feeling sick Sugar counter-reacts nicotine, from my experience and what I've been told by people who've been smoking cigars forever. Yeah. And it's it really is true, though. Yeah, I've had it happen to me. Yeah, I mean, I've been sick many times, but you smoke a strong cigar, you're still feeling a little funky in the middle of it, okay? Take a deep breath. You're going to be all right. Go get you a soda or a piece of chocolate or mm -hmm. something. If, you know, or can any type of thing with sugar, even fruit. And when you start eating or drinking that type of sugar, you're really going to see that uh, you start feeling better. Yeah. And it doesn't last long. And it's important not to smoke on empty stomachs, people. You know, if you have not ate and you plan to smoke before you go eat, it's a bad idea. Eat, then smoke. Yeah. When you're not full, you're going to feel sick. And I think that's what Robert's main problem was. These are some tips. Make sure you eat and drink water before you smoke cigars in the beginning. Even if your experience is not a bad idea, and if you start feeling sick, just get you some sugar. I promise you're going to be much better. Absolutely. I agree with you on that, man. I remember that that time I did get real sick. I actually, I sipped on that cane sweet tea and it kind of helped take the edge off. But yeah. it took it took a little bit for me to kind of get off of that sickness. But yeah, I, that sugar definitely helped me and... Anytime I get a small headache or something after a cigar, that's usually what I do. I keep, I like gummy bears. I keep some gummy bears with me. I feel like a diabetic sometimes, you know, <laughs> carrying candy with me. But yeah, it's just until you get used to the nicotine. Yeah. Like for me, I, I dipped tobacco for ten years before I quit. Yeah. And then I started smoking cigars, you know, and I smoked cigarettes in the past too, for you know, yeah. close to a long time. So my whole life since I was, you know younger i've had tobacco you yeah. know i mean i mean i'm from south texas everybody here is doing tobacco when they're under age in high school and stuff so people were listening from different states probably like oh my god but y'all might do it too in other states you yeah. know but down here like 
tobacco is just a way of life, right? Yeah. And so nicotine and me, I've already been used to it. So it doesn't affect me as much as people who have never done it. So if you've never had nicotine, it's wants you to, you know, relax. It's okay. It's going to make you feel a nice buzz when you smoke a cigar. But if it's too strong, it definitely could mess you up. Yeah. So just know, have food and sugar. Yeah. And um, you're going to be good. So the next question is... Hey, let me ask you one. You want me to ask me one? Yeah, I okay. want to ask you one. All right. So, so a lot of the times when you go to the cigar shop, there's some cigars that don't have the cellophane, right? Okay. And there's some that do, right? Yeah. So the ones that don't or the ones that do have the cellophane, do you keep it on? Do you take it off? How do you do that? The age-old question. Yeah. I've had so many debates with people on this. I personally leave the cellophane on. Yeah. For one, if you're having a, a wide variety of cigars, they can, if you don't have the cellophane, you just throw them in the humidor, they can kind of mix with each other, especially if you have anything infused. If you are new to cigars and you like to smoke infused cigars and regular cigars, yeah, do not mix them in the humidor without cellophane. They will kind of absorb make, that yeah. flavor. So if you don't want to smoke an infused cigar at a time, you're going to have a little bit of flavor. I don't really smoke infused cigars anymore, but I've had my experiences with them. Yeah. And that's one reason why I keep cellophane on. Another reason, it just protects the cigar at all times. Um, and it just keeps them in their shape. So I've seen cigar makers personally love the cellophane. Yeah. I've seen cigar makers say no. The belief on the reason why they take out the cellophane is the cellophane helps keep humidity from entering as fast. Which sometimes can be a good thing. If you don't want a lot, of, you know, if you're in an area with high humidity, it helps. Yeah. Now, I know if you have a really good humidor and you do really good cigar care, you don't technically need the cellophane. Yeah. I personally, if it comes in cellophane, I personally leave it on till it's time to go. But like Padrones and Liga Pravadas and different limited editions, they don't come with cellophane or CLE. Yeah. He uses tissue paper. Yeah. Uh, instead the cellophane and that's just the whole point of cellophane is to protect the cigar from humidity outside sources falling keep it together so it's a good thing but if you get it and you're like man i don't like the look of cellophane or i need my cigars to get more humidity right now then just take it out it's not a big deal i don't think it truly matters whether you keep it in or not keep it in or out of the cellophane personally what about you me i mean that was one of the questions I had when I first started too, was like, do I keep it in? Do I keep it out? And very, very quickly I asked you that question. And for me, if it comes with the cellophane, I'm keeping it on. You know, just for the simple fact that, you know, I mean, the cigar's protected, you know? As long as your humidor or tupperdor or whatever has the proper humidity, you'll be okay. And there's actually been cigars that I've kept in cellophane and you know, you can tell the cellophane's kind of brown, you know, from yeah, the oil. Yeah, that's nice. And then you pull it out, and you can see it's obviously a shade darker than some of the other cellophanes. And you can see how it aged, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I personally think the cellophane helps it age, you know? And it might. Uh, it might. I actually kind of agree with you on that statement. Yeah. Another thing is, like, if cigar shops have a nice humidor and they keep it in the cellophane. Yeah. Why not? I know it's because it's also a pain in the ass to take them all out. Yeah. But I think Steve Saka used to make cigar shops do that. Yeah. Like he would send them in cellophane, and once they got there, 
you had to take them out. I heard a rumor about that. Yeah, I, I that would be a that. pain in the ass. But yeah. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think it used to be a thing. But you're gonna tell Steve Saka no? No, you're gonna if you want to carry a cigar, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Steve Saka. Absolutely. So, yeah. Another thing, what he's talking about with the oils. So if you've never smoked before, it's the toothiness. It looks like pimples, but they call it toothy. And man, it is an It just looks like scars covered in pimples. But that's just the oil trying to escape from the cigar. And when you smoke, you're gonna hit so many flavors. It's an amazing thing. You want to see that on cigars. Yeah. It's a really good thing. Um, AJ Fernandez cigars always have toothiness. Are y'all gonna hear me talk about AJ all the time? Because the first cigar I've ever seen it on when I first started smoking was the AJ New World Toro Box Press. Um, wow. And it was just covered in pimples. And then it just looks so cool with the ash. It's all yeah. pimply. And it's very toothy. So that term is toothy. Yeah. So if you see a cigar with pimples everywhere on it, you're going to say, like, that's a toothy cigar. Yeah. So my next question to you, Robert, is smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. What would you tell a beginner when they already know how to cut it and they know how to light it? How would you tell them how often to puff and the cigar care, putting it out, all that stuff while smoking? Because a lot of people don't know. Yeah, well, you know, a cigar to me is a piece of work, piece of art, you know? To me, every cigar looks different. They take very much pride in the cigar, you know? So one cigar doesn't look like the other. They may have the same colors, but for me, you know, as far as smoking the cigar, for me, that's a big experience in itself is smoking that cigar and early on I me I didn't I didn't know how to light a cigar right or and a lot of times I'd introduce the flame just straight into the cigar yeah and they say a lot of times it can actually make it give it a bitter taste yeah a lot of people do that yeah a lot of review people do that yeah. I was told by a cigar master blender, Hamlet Padreas, not to ever do that. So I'm yeah. going to trust his word. No, I agree with you on that. And when I learned that, I stopped doing that. And I noticed, you know, that bitterness. I mean, every now and then you still get it. But that bitterness didn't come as quick, you know. Yeah. Every now and then you may get it. You purge it and you get, a, you know, it's a much better flavor. But as far as when you're done with the cigar and putting it out. You know, it's not a cigarette. You don't stomp it down. You don't destroy the cigar. Please do not stomp the cigar out, whatever you do. So disrespectful. If you've ever gone to like a a cigar bar or something, you know, a lot of those guys, it's like you ever been to a church. I know when I was a little kid, you go to a Catholic church and you see all the women just sitting there looking at each other, judging, (laughs) you know, and going to a cigar bar. People look at you and they don't, I'm not going to say they really judge you, but they watch you in your etiquette, you know, and that's how somebody can tell if you've been smoking or you have good smoking etiquette and going into some place like that, it can be intimidating to begin with and for you to go and stomp on this cigar that over 400 hands have touched and you just destroy that piece of artwork. You know, whether or not you're done with it or not is is something else. But for me, I just kind of, once I get to the portion that I'm, I decide I'm done with, I just kind of lay it and, and rest it, you know. Give it its dignity. Let it die with dignity. Yeah. Yes. Always let your cigar die with dignity. 
Yeah. So I would touch up on, people always want to know, well, how many times to puff, when to puff, you know, because you can over puff and make the cigar way too hot. And you do not want to do that. If you start burning the tobacco inside the wrapper more than the wrapper, that's where you're going to get that hot, bitter taste a lot from. Yeah. So, and it also depends on the climate you live in and where at, too. Like, here in Texas, honestly, I probably take a puff, on average, if I'm not talking, I'm just smoking by myself, enjoying a cigar, once every 45 seconds to a minute, maybe a little longer. But there's times when I'm trying to read. I like to read a lot, so if I'm out there reading a book, and... I might read a page or two, and that's two or three minutes going by, and I take a puff. Yeah. That's fine, too. I know people take a puff every five minutes, and it doesn't go out. And that, honestly, the least puffs you can do, and it's still smoking, is what you want. You want to try to keep the cigar as cool as possible at all times. If you just keep seeing red every time, bright red, you're smoking too much. It's too hot. Let it relax and let it cool. Because in the beginning, everybody, you know, you always want to smoke, 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 smoke. Get all yeah. the smoke. So don't sit there. And try to build up as much smoke as possible when you're taking three or four puffs in a row just so you can blow out a ton of smoke. But one, that means you probably have a draw issue. Or and two, you're gonna just burn the cigar up. It's not gonna it's gonna especially when you get to halfway to the end, it's gonna taste super bitter and nasty. Yeah. And then when you ash a cigar, do not tap it. Just set it on the side and gently knock it off. Yeah. And when you do that, it's kind of hard to explain purging, but whenever you take a puff, you blow out through the cigar. And that's how you purge off the old ash, and then you're good to go from there. And we'll show you some videos in the future on how to do that as well. Because um, those are things that are going to help your cigar experience. It's not as hard as you think, or I know it might sound like a lot right now, but it's really not. And you're going to appreciate whenever you smoke less. Now, I know I heard in like Colorado where they have the higher elevation. Yeah. You have to puff more. Yeah. It'll just go out on you. And it does matter, too. I learned, because Texas got cold as hell this year at times, and smoking in the cold, and if it's windy, like, you might need to take more puffs and different stuff. You can't just let it sit. It'll go out. And if it does go out, it's not a big deal either. You just ash the cigar and relight it. Yeah. And purge it. That's really it. A good cigar, you should be able to relight many times. You know, if you relight it and it tastes like crap, that means you probably smoked, you made it too hot on the way through. Yeah. For sure. So. So really, you know, the, I guess what draws me to the cigar lifestyle is the whole, the whole ritual. It's, it's, I guess you could say it's a ritual, you know, the smoking. Yeah. They call it the smoking ritual. You know, going and selecting your cigar. And, you know, me, I always try new cigars. And I get excited about them. You know? Oh, the hobby of smoking is great. I got so many cigars I haven't smoked, and I I built such a collection that you know when I when I get off of work, I'm like, all right, which one am I gonna smoke today? Which one am I gonna smoke this evening? Which one am I gonna smoke tomorrow? You know, and enjoying it for me, having that experience, you know, taking that one hour out of my day, just chilling leaving all my worries behind and just having stress-free, you know? Oh, yeah. And then thinking about it, man. You know, I didn't even know, you know, I, I know world geography, but I didn't even know, you know, that Nicaragua and Dominican Republic and all those places produce such a quality tobacco. You know, I didn't have no idea where cigars even came from. No, I just knew Cuba, and I knew the Dominican Republic when I bought that. Yeah. Cigar when I was 16 for my friend. Well, actually, 
I didn't buy it at 16. I gave it to a friend to go buy. Yeah. But, no, I thought Dominican Republic was just for baseball players. Yeah, I mean. You know, honestly, and I had no idea about Nicaragua hardly, anything. Yeah. Ecuador, no. Like, we talked about it on the map yeah. in class, but I didn't know what they produced or the imports. Yeah, you know? man. And, yeah, I had another question, man. I'm trying to think of it. Okay, well, I'll touch up on yours while you think of it. On, um, he had talked about cigar ritual and the hobby. I love the hobby of buying cigars mm-hmm. as much as I love smoking. Like, when I go to a cigar shop, I look more forward to buying all these cigars. I don't even know when I'm going to smoke them, but it's just, I do the same thing with books. I'm a massive reader, and I love to go. <laughs> you can ask Casey. I love to go and just buy as many books as I can. Especially, don't let me go to a Goodwill and find them books for a dollar, hardcovers <laughs> people don't know about. Man, I'll go tear up some novels and stuff, but even if I get a Barnes & Noble, I just love to go. I have so many. I have a massive bookshelf I've built. Massive. It's overloaded with books. We actually had to build another one, or going to have to build another one because I'm just out of books. Hopefully I read them all one day, but I'm yeah. continuously buying all the time. I'm just obviously buying books and buying cigars. Yeah. I, I'm able to smoke the cigars faster than I can read the books, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I know. There's a big difference between a I Game hear, of Thrones book and a cigar. I hear you on that. But it's the same type of hobby and love. And I know there's people out there who, that's why I use books. They might be able to relate to that. Like, yeah. oh, they buy tons of books or um, video yeah. games, maybe. I don't know. Uh Equipment, people love equipment or tool, yeah. tools. People buy so many damn tools they ain't used yet. Mm. But they're just like, man, I want this tool. So you just have tools all over your garage they ain't going to use. The only person I know who's used like every tool in the garage is my dad. <laughs> I swear, that's the only one. My dad's probably used every damn tool in his garage. If he can find them because they're all over the place because yeah. he's using them. <coughs> oh, I'm coughing like I'm Roberto. <laughs> so have you figured out your question? Oh, man, it slipped my mind. Hmm. Yeah. So I'll try to think of a question right now for the beginners out there because, you know, there's so much out there. And the beautiful thing, man, is YouTube is out now. Yeah. I couldn't imagine trying to be a cigar, you know, lover and aficionado back in the 90s, you know, where you had to pretty much read a magazine to find out because there was no YouTube back then. Yeah. So, you know, you could go to our YouTube. You can also go to our Patreon or anything and just email us any questions you have as a beginner and you want to know, please feel free to ask. We will give you as much guidance as we can through our knowledge and experience and our opinion. You know, it might not be right. It might be to you. I don't know. It's what's right to us. So we would love to help anybody out there that's just beginning to smoke them because this is such a beautiful hobby that creates such a great stress-free lifestyle. If you've never smoked before and you just sit in your smoking area, whether it's outside in your garage, wherever it is, in your house, just sit back and enjoy the peace and quiet you're never going to want to stop it's that beautiful and healthy for you oh robert says he's got his question now i got it let's get it let's get it this was one of the reasons why i never really got into smoking to begin with and i want to ask you this question i think i know what it is but shoot yeah so some people think that cigars are the same as cigarettes and that may be offensive to some people but why is that offense to who cigarette smokers yeah but I want you to clarify or your thoughts on the difference between cigars and cigarettes and why cigars 
Or a, a top choice versus a cigarette. Okay, number one. Let's talk about this. Talk about it. You can also go watch a YouTube on YouTube. The History Channel did a history of cigars and tobacco. Mm-hmm. And you will learn really quickly why you shouldn't smoke cigarettes and why it's okay to smoke cigars. Not necessarily okay. It just depends. I think it's okay to smoke cigars. But we're yeah. going to get into that right now. So, cigarettes have... At minimum, 250 chemicals, right? 250, think about that. Bahama High, wasp spray, you freaking name it, rat poison, rat shit, it's all in it. It's on the ground in North Carolina, they just have a big factory where they just throw the shit on the ground and just scoop it up and have machines roll it up. Yeah. Cigars are an actual 100% organic tobacco plant. From a field, it is proven. So let me ask you. It's 100% organic. So is it any different than me going to a Whole Foods store and getting a carrot? I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure right. it's not, no. So then they take process. So people in Nicaragua and Honduras and Dominican Republic and Ecuador and Brazil, whoever makes cigars, take pride in it just being a natural product. Yeah. And it's, they consider it healthy. Brazilians used to use it as medicines for hundreds of years in the ancient times. And, you know, native tribes to those areas, it's always been a medicine. Yeah. Why is it not considered medicine now anymore? It still can be, I feel like, used as a medicine because stress kills more people than a lot of things do. I agree with you and on that. To, and cigars take stress away. Yes, can cigars cause cancer? Yeah. But can eating McDonald's? Yeah. But it's, cigars are not going to cause cancer the same way cigarettes do. Yeah. For one, you're not going to get lung cancer from smoking cigars unless you inhale. And you're not supposed to inhale cigars. Yeah, that's why you, you can get, get sick. Yeah, you get real sick. You can get mouth cancer... But I still, I think it's only three times more likely to get mouth cancer than someone who doesn't smoke. Mm. That's not a big amount. That's really not that big amount you look about. And they say that's for someone who minimally smokes three cigars at minimum a day. Yeah. You know, how many people are smoking three cigars? I mean, George Burns smoked 11 to 15 cigars a day, and he lived to his 90s and drank whiskey every day. Mark Twain smoked cigars every day. Winston Churchill smoked cigars every day. And scotch. You know, and I'm not promoting sitting here saying, like, it's going to make you live long. I'm not saying that. But not having that stress can help. Yeah. You you still need to do other health methods. But there's a big difference between cigarettes. For one, you're not inhaling into your lungs. There's no chemicals in it at all. Yeah. So just know when you're smoking, there's no chemicals. You're smoking something natural from the earth. Yeah. Um, And they also taste better, in my opinion. They last longer. If you're like, oh, well, cigarettes give me a good buzz, you ain't never smoked a cigar before then. Cigars gonna give you a better buzz, a longer buzz for damn sure. And it's just all around the much healthier choice. I'm not sitting here trying to claim that cigars are healthy. I'm not. Yeah, we're not but a health channel. But I'm not saying that they're necessarily just disastrous to you either. They're just a much, much, much million times over healthier option than any cigarette one cigarette is probably worse than a hundred cigars i would say honestly and i'm confident in saying that i truly believe i smoke cigars and then afterwards i can still go run three four five miles i do it all the time when i smoke cigarettes i could not do that you know you just can't because when you're smoking cigars it's not going in your lungs people yeah so if you're someone who's like man i really take athleticism serious and stuff like that why do you think athletes smoke cigars after winning championships? You don't see them smoking cigarettes. No. You see them smoking cigars because they know they're not inhaling. It's okay to them. Yeah. You know, UFC fighters, where you got to have the best cardio in the world to fight. You know, I used to be a boxer in my younger years. 
And I didn't smoke cigars then because I was underage at the time. But I, if I would have continued on and say try to do a journey and possibly go pro or whatever, and I start smoking cigars, I'd be fine. Yeah. There's boxers and UFC fighters that smoke cigars all the time. Conor McGregor smokes all the time. Yeah. And they got great cardio. I mean, shit. Nick Diaz smokes weed every day and he can run triathlons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's actually inhaling, but it's because there's not those chemicals that cigarettes provide. Yeah. So that's my belief on why cigarettes are a no no and cigars are okay. Right. In my opinion. What about you? Well, I'll tell you right now, I don't know all the history behind it, but I did do my own little research, you know, after. What's the medical facts? After that, you know. Well, I know, you know, like you said, cigarettes are known to cause cancer. And what really, and what really made me worry was when I started the cigar journey, you know, of course you go in to the cigar shop and you see that label on there and it says warning. Smoking can cause mouth cancer. Doesn't yeah. say lung, just mouth on it now. But you see the word cancer and you start thinking, is it just mouth? Is it, yeah, you know? It's, it's scary. Yeah. And so for me, you know, it was always told to me by my parents and everyone that smoking was bad. And so I never did it. And so when I started, you know, I did notice very quickly that cigar smoking has definitely relieved a lot of my stress especially on my days off, and it's so nice to have that. But I don't think I could really top what you said. <laughs> I think you I think you really hit the nail on the head as far as covering that. I mean, I don't know about you, and I've, I've said this before, but I don't want my cigars drugged through rat shit. You know, I would hate to be smoking a cigar and say I'm getting a flavor note of a rat shit. You know, I don't want that. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so, for me, a cigar is a very pleasant experience. And I can, like you said, I can go and, and do my weightlifting. Like I do, I do a lot of mountain biking. And I can go and, and ride my bike, man, just like I'm, I'm, I was before I smoked. Yeah. And there's no issues. And I also, I've noticed, because I've had several co- co- <laughs> I've had several people who smoke uh, cigarettes. Yeah, and you you see them and they're like, I gotta have another, you know, like I gotta have another. Yeah. And with cigars, I don't desire them. It's more of the ritual that I, I really yeah. desire. It's not that I, I have to have it or I need it, you know. It's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. For sure, and I'm know in the future we'll do some more research on the medical studies over cigars and we yeah. can kind of touch up on them in future podcasts i definitely would because you hear things about they might cause was it hypertension they might cause yeah. high blood pressure sorry we'll speak in medical terms sometimes we don't mean to we'll break it down for y'all yeah um but i don't really know how true that is like i said but medical studies they're medical studies you know it's just a theory and a lot of times on it but I know doctors smoke cigars too. Yeah. You don't see doctors smoke cigarettes because they know it's, you know, really At least bad good doctors, right? I Man, you seen a doctor smoke a cigarette? At least not in, in public. I, I've seen nurses smoke cigarettes and paramedics, <laughs> but never doctors. But And also, we see COPD all the time in yeah. our field. And you don't want COPD. I'm telling you, that shit sucks. Yeah. Cigars are not going to cause you COPD because you're not inhaling in your lungs. But cigarettes will. Yeah. You don't want to sit there and be <gasps> gasping for oxygen all the time. Um, 
because you chose cigarettes over cigars. Now, if you smoke cigarettes, you know, that's that's your thing. We're not sitting here trying to bash you, and if you feel any type of way about that, we're sorry. We don't mean to offend you in that. We're just talking about why cigars are a healthier option than cigarettes for you. That's it. Yeah. And it's just, if you've never smoked before, and you really, really want to smoke, I advise you, just give it a shot. Just put yourself in a relaxed area and give it a good cut, light that cigar up, and just sit back and enjoy. Whatever problems you're gonna have, it's probably gonna escape your mind at that time. The only thing you're gonna be thinking about is that cigar you're smoking. Mm-hmm. And it's the truth. It's a, it's a form of meditation for a lot of us out here, and it really is. It's a good hour to two hours where you don't have any stress. And if you want to see what that feels like, just give it a shot. Contact mm-hmm. us. We'll help you out. And, so. you know, if you're nervous, you know, I've I've seen or I learned, you know, there's other ways to get cigars as well. You can order them online. Yeah, absolutely. Or do like me. I had Chance, you know, he's, <laughs> he's comfortable with the cigar shop. I had him go and pick me up some, you know. And it took me a few times to get comfortable. I, we have a really great local cigar shop we go to where they generally care about the everyday person wanting to buy cigars. There's no discrimination or looking like, oh, this person ain't got a lot of money. Like, yeah. they don't care if you're buying a $6, one $6 cigar or $100 worth of cigars. You're going to get the same treatment from them and the same respect and experience and knowledge. And I'm very fortunate because I've heard of other cigar shops from people that went into that had these bad experiences because they came in with, like, normal clothes and they got treated like shit. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I ain't going to waste my time with them. That's shitty. That's the people who are putting bad stigmas on smoking cigars where the everyday person feels like they can't go buy a cigar. So shame on you. Or any cigar club like, oh, we're, you know, we're fancy, we're high end. You know, that's not right. You know, if someone has the money to buy a cigar, you should treat them the same way. Absolutely, I agree with you on that, man. There's some great online places and I'm giving you some recommendations. Cigars Daily has some great stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Tim is an awesome guy on you. You know, watch on YouTube and learn a bunch of stuff from too. Yeah. You know, when I first started smoking, I watched a lot of Tim. Yeah. You got Zeal Cigar Sales, Holt Cigars, Cigars.com, Jr. You can do cigar bids on Jr. to try. And I recommend just getting sampler packs in the beginning online. Just ordering your sampler packs. That way you can get a variety to try different things to see what you like. Yeah. But they need if they do not have a Boveda pack in the package, they need to sit in your humidor for probably two weeks at least. Yeah. Honestly, just know that because the UPS truck, different temperatures, or USPS, whoever it is, those temperatures are really going to alter the cigar and the humidity. So, But if it comes with a pack, you're probably good to go. Yeah. And a good website will send a pack with it. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, yeah, just order your cigars offline. There's so many great places. You get it really fast. Yeah. So, is there any more beginner stuff we need to talk about? Man, I think that's about it. If there is any more advice you guys would like or any tips that you would like us to cover, just, you know, drop a comment or hit us up on our Facebook page, um, The Cigar Gospel. Yeah, well, it's Instagram, too. You can direct messages on Instagram, yeah. at The Cigar Gospel. Check out our YouTube channel. We're going to be posting some videos. And uh, we do want to thank y'all very much and reiterate that all this is just our opinions and our advice. And that's all it is. It's not law or anything like that. So Not at all. And our email is cigargospel at gmail.com. Email us any questions you have at all. We want to thank y'all for taking the time listening today and... We hope that y'all embrace the cigar lifestyle. Yeah. 
Looking forward to hearing about y'all's new journeys for anybody that's a beginner. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye.